and his son uh, called up this guy asking him, can you do me a favor? Tuesday morning, we have a doctor's appointment. We don't know English well, only Hebrew. Can you come with us? Sure, I'll come. He came with them, and he was in the hospital that morning with them. He worked in the Twin Towers. So this guy saved his life twice. This was not sort of a miracle like, like the sun didn't go down. It wasn't a miracle like the man. It's called a miracle which it, it gets cloth in the nature, natural phenomenon. We don't have many miracles today, but someone should say to us, you know, like for some reason, the, you know, the plane was flying without power, you know, or whatever. Our miracles is you missed the plane, this story with the Twin Towers, he just was late. This is, we call this a Nes Nister. There's a Nes Nigla, the Rabban explains out of Torah. There's a Nes Nister. And we Jewish people have to believe every situation there is a Nes Nister. That we are here and where things go good is the Shgocha. And sometimes the Rabbanisha makes it that you didn't miss the plane for no reason. You didn't stand in the, in the line, in the pizza shop, exactly with this guy for no reason. It's a Nes called Nister. And Tai Megillah Esther is really, everything that's in the Megillah is a Nes Nister. Now, let me, let's start from the beginning. Ahasuerus comes and decides to celebrate. He makes this huge party, and he had a party which he got entire all over the land, and it the Megillah goes into great, great detail how this party was. Okay? And after he's, uh, uh, you know, he's in a high mood, he was high, he was too much wine got to him. He asked that his wife to appear and announce sneeze to go away. That's what he wanted. And what happened was, we all know she said no, and he got so angry, and he killed her. Now, let's step back. We know the Rebbein plan over here. What we see afterwards, we know his plan. His plan was to put Esther into the, into the king, kingdom. That was his plan. Now, this is going to happen. Now, how did the Rebbein make it happen? Look how incredible. He gets drunk. And he asks her to appear and announce the Yisdegueh, and she refused. Now, the Gemara says, normally she would say yes. She wasn't the Tzedekis. She would have came. But one of them says she had pimples. One of them says she was annoyed with him. One, you know, she was also in a bad mood. It, it, what Hashem did is he made her say no. Finished. And he was so angry. So angry. He thinks the first time Vashti said no. It says in the Medrash that Vashti used to tease him all the time. She says, you know where Achishvedis became king? He was the head of the horseman, you say in English, taking care of the, uh, taking care of the, how do you say in English? Stable. This was his job. And she was a granddaughter of Nebuchadnezzar. She had the blue blood in her, in her uh, so it's not the first time she got him annoyed. It says clearly. But the Rebunshal made it that she said no to him. Really, it's not because she was tzedekah. She just said no to him. He was so angry, 
and he killed her. Now, you would say, come on, you know, maybe he was like, no, 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 no. The Rebbein Shri wanted Vashti has to die. She must die. And the Rebbein could have made it, she could have had a stroke, a heart attack, Vashti. No matter how young you are. We hear in the news, people die from, um, many young people die, unfortunately. I don't know how old she was, but she could have died. The Rebbein says, no, I want her to be killed. This is how the Rebbein wanted. And you think, so this Rebbein shows us how the Megillah, from the beginning, everything was pre-planned, and the Rebbein does it with our free will. But we don't, we, people have a hard time understanding that when the free will is involved, it is also Hashem involved. Here you have, he wanted to appear, and she said no. He held, she, was, uh, she deserves a death penalty. These are free will things. The Rebbein wanted her to be eliminated by dying this way. Then all of a sudden, Achashverus gets up, and he's very depressed. The Chazal say, and he saw what he did. He regretted what he did. And the reason, we'll see later, why do we see that he regretted exactly? There's a reason for that too. You see what, what's important. We'll get back to this. And the next step of the Megillah goes, and he chooses, he says, you know, we're going to choose your wife. I, I joke with many people who have a hard time choosing a spouse. Achashverosh dated in Mechlekes and Medrash, how many women? Mamandumah says 300, Mamandumah says 1,000, a guzma. And he dated them, not just took them out for a meal. We all know that. So what happened was, and then he chose. So who did he chose? He chose, you ask him, who did you chose? Uh, what do you mean? I had a list, what I like, what I don't like. I checked up the list, and I think it was me who chose. And I chose the one that I wanted. No one told me what to do. That's what you think so. You chose Hashem, told you to choose, and he chose Esther. And Esther did nothing. Did, it says Esther did nothing to be chosen. Didn't try to do any tricks and anything. So the Rebbein what it shows us in here, that they choose who you choose, because most often, we think that, you know, what we choose is after dating, the Rebbein wanted, this is, this is what's going to happen. Esther has to marry Ahasuerus. That's another showing in the part how the miracle in, is, is called in the Hester. See, let me explain. The Gemara says in the beginning, in, in, in the Sechtas Chul, Esther Where is Esther hinted in the Torah? Because every person has some remnants in the Torah. You know where Esther is hinted in the Torah? I will cover my face. Meaning we won't see miracles, great, great, great miracles, I said. All the miracles as we go through the Megillah is going to, sounds like a natural unfolding saga of people choosing things. So here, he chose Esther to be his... So Mordech, since Esther was chosen, Mordechai was his uh, first cousin. Gimbal says Mordechai not only was the first cousin, was the husband of Esther. So what happened was, so Mordechai got a place to hang out, as we say, in, in, in the palace. And he overhears a conversation of Big Son Beseresh. 
two people here overhears the conversation. And what is the conversation? They want to poison and kill the, kill the king. You know, it's again, we have a free will right here. Some two people, and the Gemara says, why were they so annoyed? The Gemara goes into detail. What were they so angry about these two servants? He says, since he got married to her, we cannot, we don't sleep at night. He's busy with her all the time. And we were annoyed. And they decided to kill him. And they had a conversation. And Mordechai was there. Now, they didn't have, they could have quit the jobs. They didn't have to turn to murder. They could have, it's so many there. And just there, Mordechai was listening. You think Mordechai was there, how do you say, espionage, you know, listening into conversations? Uh, eavesdropping. You think Mordechai, that was his new job. He's going to be a spy, eavesdropping. He was learning. Probably got up from learning to think about something. And over here, over here is a conversation. He wasn't over there, you know, you know, with his microphones and eavesdropping, you know, with his spy things. He just happened, probably just be there in the right moment. So this was, this was exactly what the Shem planned was. Because we need this for later. In the, in, the, in the Megillah. This part, what we have right now, it's going to uh, unravel later why this was so important. So what happened was they checked it out and they found out it was true that these two people wanted to kill Ahasuerus. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, and he writes it into the book. Now, the Megillah goes on and the Megillah says, well, after this entire episode, he made Haman very big. Now, I want to explain to you, first of all, who Haman was. I am not a psychiatrist, nor a psychologist, but Haman was a very disturbed person. And I'll jump the Megillah to show you how disturbed he was, and how it's amazing how he built himself up. At, 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 uh, Haman, when the, the Megillah goes on later, everyone bowed down to Haman. Everyone, everyone had to bow down. There was one person who did not bow down. That was Mordechai. You know, he has a meeting with his wife. Listen to this amazing part of the story. He's got a meeting with his wife and advises, and they sit down and, you know, they think about it. And they say, you know, why are you so depressed? I'll get back to the story later, but why are you so depressed? You have, you know, Haman had. Ten children, everyone was a minister. You know, a person to have ten children, everyone should be a booming success, is very uncommon. Maybe she should bench us all with a lot of children, but having ten children, each one a booming success, is not so common. Everyone was a minister. He had enormous amount of wealth. He goes through it all. He was wealthy. He had incredible good children. And he's second in command, and he says... Not only am I second in command, I want to tell you, I am also found great charm in the queen. The queen was still now in seclusion. She didn't talk to many people, didn't mingle, didn't have, uh, you know, photo options with the news or whatever. Uh, Esther was, all of a sudden, Esther was begun. He says, uh, but he says, you know, all this, nothing is worth it. Do you know why nothing is worth it? Mordechai doesn't bow down. You have to be crazy to think that way. Imagine you have everything. Guys, everything. It's got, imagine Bill Gates would say, you know, I, he's, I, he has 
unbelievable good children. He's the wealthiest guy, Bill Gates. And he's had all the media attention. You know why? My life is worthless. There's one writer who always uh, negates me or writes not good things about me. Hello? You mean the $80 billion is worthless? Jose and Lenny Shoivali. Worthless. That's what he said. So he was, uh, some psychological problems he had. I don't know what he had. But, no, but you never say, you never expect the guy to be billionaire and say, all my, worth is, my wealth is worthless, because this guy there doesn't bow down to me. It's like Bill Gates who write, I, my whole life is worthless, because this reporter always writes negative report about me. So, but we see that he was strange. He is the one that Ahasuerus made big. He made him big and big, and he gave him, he could do whatever he want. It's a very... Very interesting. Now let me tell you what the Gemara says about Haman. The Gemara says, Haman mina toira minayim. Where do you find Haman in the toira? Because every, just like Esther, I explained before we found in the toira, it says Haman. Haman you find because it says, Hamin who ate Sazer. But the beginning of the toira, Hashem asked all them, did you eat from this tree? Hamin. It's the same letters, and from Hamin becomes Haman. Haman, that's what becomes a document. Now, Haman, to understand, and see this, we call him the Klippis Amolek. I'll explain to you what Amolek is. If you take the letters of Rak, Ra, Kol, Hayoim, it's a passing in the Breshis. Rak, Ra, Kol, Hayoim, the Sefer Tevis is Amolek. Rak is a Kuf, Ra is a Ayin, Kol is a Lamin. Is a man. It's the letters of a Molek. The clip is a Molek, says the Zoyer, is evil all the time. See, there are people who are evil. We, we Jewish people know we're not so silly, and we know there are evil people in the world. But, you know, we can imagine he's not evil all the time. You know, maybe he's nice to his family, nice to his friends. The clip is a Molek is rak rak It's evil all the time. He's obsessed with evilness. That was Haman. That was the, the fame as we would call it about Haman. That he was bad. Now, to understand, uh, since I began this, there's a very famous saying in, in, from, from the Balamusa. They explain what is Haman connected to all the magician from the tree. See, Hashem tells Odom Arishan, I'm giving you the, the Garden of Eden. You know, Odom Arishan and his wife were to, owned the whole world. There was, no one to, there was no one to show off. I always say, Chava did not have a chandelier hanging in the dining room. Nothing to show off. They were the only ones in the world. And they had the whole garden, which is, according to the Medish, millions of trees and different fruits. Shem tells him, in the middle of the garden, there's one tree I don't want you to eat. That's it. But the rest, enjoy, be merry, take it, do what you want. One tree. That's the tree I want to eat. The one that I can't. You know, the thing that you cannot have, people are often that way. The thing that they can't have, that's the one they want to have. The tree is one tree. Haman was the same thing. It's, one person is not going to bow down to you. So, no, if he doesn't bow down to me, I don't know. 
Why life is not worth it? The Yitzhahara comes to a person and says, if I don't have that tree, then it's not worth it. This is a, an incredible, you know, self-destructive way of looking at life because we are so often so blessed and we knock ourselves when things don't go our way. You know, when things don't go your way and people have, a, and who doesn't have problems in life and then you just focus, what's not good, this is not good, it's not good. The person has to say, I'm, life is not one thing. I don't have that tree, and if that person doesn't bow down to me, and if I don't have that, that uh, item, life, Baruch Hashem, is blessed with many, many things. But that was Haman. Haman became, I want to focus what we began. The focus is, everything that happened here in the Megillah was Hester. The, the miracles happened, it was covered miracles, it wasn't open miracles. So Haman becomes very, very, very popular. And Mordechai does not bow down and refuses to bow down. And Haman becomes very, very, very angry. And he decides that he wants to kill the Jewish people. This is like, and he sits down and, see, this is, this is the Ra, like I began to explain. You know, okay, Mordechai doesn't bow down. Kill, kill Mordechai. <laughs> Everyone? You know, it's like, Everything or nothing. You know, there are people that, if I don't have everything, I want nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you're supposed to be an advisor of the king. The Medri says they had a debate. Haman with Achashverus. Achashverus says, you know, it's hard to kill a whole Jewish nation. I'm going to look like a terrible king. And there's a debate what he answered, how he told them. Medri goes an interesting debate. Finally, Haman convinced Achashverus. It's not so terrible for your king for your administration, if you do such a thing. It's not the worst. But what do you want? He was just angry at Mordechai. He was so angry that, you know what? I'm, I'm going to kill the whole, the, whole, the whole nation. That's the, 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 the Ra. And this was, now we think again, this, we, we look at this, and we think that this happens to be by, you know, by chance. This was done, but the Rebbein Shalom wanted because we should do tshuva. This was really done, the whole Megillus Esther was done, because Klaus bowed down, but in Chanetza, I think what it says, they bowed down, so the body should want today should do, do tshuva. So, you know, everything worked in a Hester way, in a hidden way. We will have looked that Haman was just an angry person, and just, it doesn't, because it's not Hashem wanted it. This was the plan of Hashem. Haman should be enraged, he should give out a decree, and it's amazing. It was his Chodesh Nissen, and he, he, the decree was that in 11, 12 months from now, it's going to be Yid Gimel Adar, I want uh, the Jewish people to be killed. You know, like he made him Goyrul, Goyrul means a lottery, he figured out which is the best, and this, he was obsessed. And this was for us, it wasn't, this time I'm trying to explain, the Gzeda wasn't by itself. This was the plan of Hashem. Everything was planned. This has to happen. And then, I just to add the amazing part, but after the Xeda, so we had to do, undo the Xeda. So Esther invites Haman to a private party. Now Haman thinks he's the, he got the queen is, uh, you know, and Homer planned it very well. The Medrash says she had many, many, many cheshboinists. Why she did it? 
One of the things, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. One of the things the Gemara says, she wanted to make Achishvedish jealous. You know, like sort of he's flirting with Haman. You know, bring him down a little bit. That's the Gemara says. Anyways, so Haman comes home from the party. He is in the top of the world. He is the, at his Bill Gates. He's got all the money in the world. He's got all the covered and children. He's in every newspaper article mentioned. Everyone bows down to him. Now the queen is out to get him. It's out to flirt with him, sort of to say. He felt like, who knows what he's worth. So he decided he's going to kick. But imagine this picture now. Coming back to the picture. Haman has a meeting with his wife. And they sit down. And he, you know, he feels glorified. And he uses a sentence which is frightening. The whole ze Anani Shoivali. This, all this is worth nothing. And the, and the Rizal says, is the name of Hashem backwards. is you, you follow the, the lettering. What does it mean? This is where his downfall is going to start. He came to the conclusion it's worthless because Mordechai doesn't bow down. I'm wealthy and have everything in the world. I just can't live with it. You know, one Maduma Digmada says, and the Madrish says, you know, it's very, it doesn't make sense. So one Maduma Madrish says that really Mordechai was a slave to Haman. That's what Maduma says, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. But that's just one, one interpretation. The other interpretation, Haman was a deranged person. He was a crazy man. I mean, a man, a person could say everything is worthless. See, in every evil, we could learn something. His evilness was extreme when he said nothing is worth. By us, we also do it in a small way. This is not good. This is not good. Sometimes you have so many good things around you, and we ignore it. In life, we are, no matter how difficult things go for us, there's so many things to be thankful. I say all the time, we are living in a time since Adam Arishan was pushed out of Ganadim. No one had it so good as we do. No one. No one had an iPad and no one had a cell phone. You can't decide. What type of guy tells me I'm debating what my new cell phone should be. A new headache. You, have, you could decide from 20 cell phones. Should I get this? Should I get that? Should I do this? And, and we are blessed. Beyond, beyond. And as, as Jewish people live in a country where Jews could walk around, you could walk around with your Strammel Beckerture, you could walk around like you're looking like in a Melrose, people looking, you know, you can look whatever you want. No one's going to bother, no one cares. They're going to look at you because it's interesting, just like we look at the people in Melrose, interesting. But, you know, we are blessed that in, in, for generations we didn't have this luxury. The Jews were always afraid. We are unbelievable. Still, I always say to myself, we still quetch. We still quetch like people used to work on the farm from backbreaking work and used to come home exhausted. And, you know, it is, we are in a way, we also do this a little bit. Anyways, Haman says, goes on and he says, So they decide, you know what, we're going to make a, a tree, 50 on the stall, Tomorrow, when you're invited to the queen again, we're going to hang up Mordechai now. We can't wait another year. It's got to happen now. 
No patience for that. The Jew will take in, hear from this is going to happen now. That night, the king cannot sleep. You know, some of us suffer from an, 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 a sleepless night. There are many people who can't sleep at night. And there are many people, Baruch Hashem, sleep every night. You know, it depends uh, how. Here, it had to be that night that he couldn't sleep. So the Medrash says, why was it that night? Simple, the Rebbe Shalom didn't want him to sleep. The Rebbe Shalom so what was that night? A whole night he was thinking, Esther invited Haman, there's something fishy going on. I told you, she invited him to arouse jealousy. A whole night he was obsessed with this. So says in the Medrash, a whole night, something is fishy over here. So he couldn't sleep. So he says, you know what? They should bring me the Sefer Hazachrin. It's the book that I wrote in. He was saying, maybe, I, you know, people don't want to tell me the truth that's going on over here. Maybe they're spying against me. Maybe they're doing against me. Came the story of Mordechai saved his life. When, when Esther became, that was at least five years ago. Five years later, and great, I know what to do. Haman doesn't have patience. He doesn't come out the day. At dawn, the crack of dawn, he's waiting outside the palace. Achishvedi says, who's outside the prayer? Haman the king. He has to he calls in Haman, and he tells him, I want you to take a guy and, you know, dress him. You know, the whole story, tell, you know, asks first on, what do you do if a king likes a guy so much? Haman says in his heart, who do you think, who do you think that guy is? It must be me. So he says, if the king wants to give Connor, give him this crown and his horse and his clothing and ride him through the streets and say, this is what, you know what, do this to Mordechai. You know, it's how Dajgocha was, like I said in the beginning, it wasn't the miracle of Haman, it wasn't that all of a sudden, you know, a miraculous something happened. Everything was clothed into the free will of people. You understand? This was a free will. This is what happened right now over here. It was uh, more, you know, Mordechai. Achashvedi uh, uh, um, decided, I got to make big uh, uh, Mordechai. And Haman happened to be there. And he says, you know, you do it. It didn't have to be Haman to do it. It could have been if the king would have read the story. He, he could have said, you know, one of my servants. Haman didn't have patience. He came at the crack of dawn. And he was just there. You'll do it. It is the, the miracle and the whole miracle of Megillus Esther is a hidden miracle. Not, you know, not open, not open things like, you know, wow. And then, you know, the Medrash says, you know, as uh, Homan came home very depressed, the Medrash says, do you know why he came home so depressed, the Medrash says? Medrash says, on the way home, from what's his name, from, from uh, entertaining Mordechai, what happened was, he came, and, and his daughter heard that they're giving great honor for, for, for Mordechai and Haman. So she, she thought, who's riding on the horse? Probably Haman. And Mordechai is taking him. And she threw on his head a... Um, and what happened was she realized she committed suicide. That's, that's what the Gemara says. Now, just everything again over here is cloth in the realm of free will. And then, of course, the, the, the meal, 
Achshveres, you know, is told about Homan, and all of a sudden Achshveres turns against Homan, and he says, you know what, kill Homan, change all the decree. You know, everything that happened in Megillus Esther, as you see continuously, was, it's called a Nes Nister. It's not open, and, you know, many people want open miracles. It's a Nes Nister, you know, many people want that, you know, the, whatever things should happen should be immorant. No, the, Sometimes you've got to work hard for, for business. Papa knows sometimes you've got to work hard for shidduch. Not always does everything come miraculously. But everything is sort of clothed in the, in the free will of people. And that is bashet 100%. That's the hardest thing for us to do. Because look, we think uh, we, we do everything. We have a free will. But how this goes and how this gets entertained, how this plays out is an incredible hest upon him. And the reason why this was in the beginning now of, of, uh, of the beginning of the, you know, Megillus Esther was the end of the, Chorm, uh, uh, the 70 years of Golas and it's going to be the beginning of Ba'i Sheni. The Rabbi wanted to say, from now on in Golas, in exile, miracles will be in a hester. There will be, but it's covered up. It's not clear. You don't know we see it. The miracles that happen to people, it is. It's called a nes nister. You don't see it all the time so clearly in front of you. You know, I'll tell you a good Purim story, a true story. But uh, 20 years ago, there was a bunch of people came over here, and uh, I told them there's an interesting Rambam. And the Ramam says the entire Megillus Esther is built for one thing. What? You know, but, you know, we'd ask a group of people, what do you think the whole Megillus Esther is supposed to teach us? People would say, well, we were, our lives were saved. That's what the whole Megillus Esther is all about. That, that's it. We celebrate, I mean, just that, just about it, that a bunch of them saved our life. And we were in a bad situation, and he saved us, and we did tshuva. That's, the Ramam says a lot more profound. The Ramam says the entire Megillus Esther is built on one thing. That we should know whenever you're in trouble, you'll daven, Hashem will help you. So I remember asking a bunch of young Tamir, where is the Rambam? And those days there was no search engines on the computer. And, they were, and someone, and I showed it to someone, and someone promised if anyone who finds it, he gives $2,000. And they were looking, and they couldn't find it. The Rambam is in, in, in the Agdoma of the Yad HaZokeh. The Rambam says over there that the entire Megillah is to teach us that whatever we are in trouble, we have to dive into Hashem. Lo to notify. She called Kavecho in Shoshana Siankev, the song goes, Loidia, to let known. She called Kavecho Loyevoishi, that when people hope in Davan, Loyi call me, they will not be turned down. They won't walk around in shame. They will be answered. So the Megillah was, the entire Megillah is to teach us, look what Kali Sulu did. They went out and they cried and they Davan, the Rabbani Shalom listened and they were saved. Why is this so powerful? Now let me explain something. In Chassidus, Homan was a Molik. The Gemara says clearly, Homan was a grandchild of a Molik. If you remember, when a Molik came to fight with the Jewish people, what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? Moshe Rabbeinu was davening. 
They send Yeshua to go to war, and Moshe Ben is davening. There's a very famous question the Zoe says. Why don't you go to war? Let Yeshua daven. Moshe Beni, normally, in Klalisol, the Sichan Oik, it says Moshe Beni went to war himself. He, he was the one who knocked down Oig, the Gemara says. Oig was a giant, and he knocked him out. Here he came to Amalek, he, Moshe Bain didn't fight him. There's a very, very profound Chassidish explanation about this. See, if you again, Amalek is Rak, Ra, Kalayoyim. The Amalek is bad, bad, all he wants is to do bad. You know, just an historical thing, I always tell people, you know what Human, Human wrote in the letter? La Hashmid Ilaharig. Hashmid is to obliterate, I say in English. The Hashmid to obliterate. La Harig Ilaabed. And to make losses. Kola Yehudim. All the Jews. Menar, Mezuken, Ataf, Nushim. Every Wishlolom Levois. He says, I want, he was just like Hitler. Hitler and Human were the same. In the Jewish nation, Standing, no one ever planned to uh, 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 to wipe him off. They made Zaydis here, they taxed us here, they kicked us here, they killed us here. He was a grand plan. The Homer wanted is to Hashmid al totally, and it didn't work. See, the Eclipse of Molek is the evil of evilness. Every person has good days, and every person has down days. Not always do you wake up in this great mood and you want to take up the world. Sometimes you wake up in a mood you don't want to get out of bed. Sometimes you want to stay in bed for three days and stay under the covers and not face the music. Sometimes, sometimes you get up, you're full of life. This is the ups and downs we have in life. I always tell people, the only way a doctor knows when you're intensive care, you're alive, when the lines go up and down. Because when the line is straight, you're dead. When your mood is straight, you know, I, I joke with young couples. It says, when you have ups and downs of marriage, it's also it's part of what makes it interesting. Everything will be smooth. It, it's not, uh, not the best. Don't get so nervous. Because life has always ups and downs. In happiness, in sadness, in wealth, in not wealth. In, in, in every way, life has ups and downs. The Haman, the Ra, always catches us when we're down. When you feel great about yourself, he doesn't tell you, you know what, go do something silly and mess things up. When you're down, you're angry, you're depressed, you, when you feel, don't feel good about yourself, sort of to say, is that's when the Yetzirah comes to a person and he gets him to do things that he doesn't want to do. That's, that's what's easy to get. Don't worry. The problem with our Yetzirah, he's always there. One, I always tell people, we have, we're fighting a battle which is not fear. The Yitzhahara is always ready. We are sleeping half the time. Ask him, yeah, oh, I don't have the Yitzhahara. Me, I don't have the Yitzhahara. And the Yitzhahara is there, always trying to get us. But his power to get us when we're down. Moshe Rabbeini resembled the sun. The Gemara says Moshe Rabbeini's face was like the sun. Yeshua was like the moon. The moon is when a person He's down. He, even though he's down, there is a part of him, sort of, it's called the moon. There's light shining there. It's not, it's not shining as the sun, but he's doing the right things because <clears throat> he decided this for a while. If a guy decided to daven every day, decided to keep kosher, he doesn't have to go back and reinvent why he's committed to, uh, to being Jewish. 
person is married, doesn't have to go back. You know why I chose my wife? I chose my wife in this. You don't really, you, you chose to be religious. I chose to keep kosher. So when I'm down, I'm relying on my decision when it was a clear decision. Otherwise, we'll be in trouble. You know what I mean? That's how life goes, and not just in being Jewish. In every business deal, things don't go well. Well, I looked into when I started, and let's see how it's going. And life is always that way. That's called the chama, the sun, where you're clear and you decided something, you go into business, you'll be committed, and you do the right thing. When you're down, you doubt yourself, but you do the things, it's called, your, it's called the levona. The, you're letting the sun shine on you. You sure represented the levona. That's when Amale comes. He always comes when we're vulnerable. He never comes to you when everything you feel great and things are going good. Always comes to a person when he's down, he doubts himself and he's anyways down. In America, this is, someone told me there's a saying, kick him when he's down. That's what I was told. You know, that's what the HR is. He kicks us when we're down. Yeah, anyways, down for any reason. <clears throat> because that's, when, that's why the power of, of davening has to be. That's when you have to push yourself to daven. That's when we should be any daven. That's why the whole Megillah cloudy yourself in a very vulnerable position then. There was the first time they were in Gaulus. They were spread out all over. And you have this rootless sort of king over here. And, uh, and they were very vulnerable. That's the time to daven. I don't know if you know that from the Bashemtav they say over that if, if Purim early morning you get up and you daven, the Rebunisham listens to the prayers. I'm Purim before daybreak. Then if you get up early, it's known. I know, I know someone in my family literally have a great Yeshua. Yeah, one of my daughters, Shaduchah, when I'm going, right after Purim, the whole, everything turned around. And Lach Hashem, she should help her. She's quite a very happily married. But I'm saying that it, it, it is known from the Baal Shem Tov because Purim is that the whole Megillus Esther is to teach us is never to give up and always daven. When we stop davening, that's when we get into trouble. And, and, and we have to believe that in, see, that we have to believe. And how did the Xavier change? It wasn't like lightning happened. You know, we would have wanted sometimes the Xavier change. You know, Hashem should be on a plane, the plane crashes. That would have been a nice, no, 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 the Bajshim switched it, and Esther went to beg, and Achishwari was annoyed with Haman, and the whole saga and the drama played out, was played out in a natural way, which incredible Hashgokha Proteus it is. See, this is very important, because when a person walks around in life knowing everything that happens to you, is even though other person decided for you, but there's Hashgokha Proteus in it. That means Hashem wants that thing to happen. See, it's much easier to say when things happen to a person, when he gets the flu, he gets a cold, it's from Hashem, and when someone hurts you. When someone hurts you, that's so hard to say it's from Hashem. That's very, very difficult. That's how the na- nature of people are. We are much, you know, when a person is not well for any reason. So, oh, it's by shit, I'm not well, and... When someone insults you, whoa, 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 you forgot all about Hashem. All of a sudden you forgot all about Hashem. That is also from Hashem. The insult and whatever you're going through, everything is by Hashem from the Rabban Shalom.
You know, the Gemara says that Purim, you know, Purim, let me just start simple. Purim is a day to be happy. I sometimes, even Yetzirah comes on Purim and makes sure that you're nervous with the, with the Shlachmanas and irritated and you have a sense Shlachmanas. We forget the point. The point is to be happy. The, and it, and it, now let me explain something amazing. We, the entire mitzvahs that we have on Purim is it's really divided into four or to five. We have a mitzvah to read the, the Megillah twice. At night, a woman, a woman also, men have to listen to the Megillah. In the morning and night, <clears throat> there's a mitzvah, Shlachmonis, to send gifts to, to friends. In the Sudas Purim. You have to eat the Suda, must be eaten by day. It's five mitzvahs that Purim demand. Now, if you notice, the mitzvah has to do when Odom Lechaveroi. Other three. Having a, the mitzvah, you know, Sudas Purim is a mitzvah to celebrate with your family and friends. It's the only time. It doesn't say any other, you're allowed to have a private Karm Pesach, you're allowed to have a private Yontav meal, you're allowed to have a private Shabbos meal. Purim, it says, you should celebrate with your family. And the mitzvah is to give to other one, help Davyonim. Why was it this made this way? Because there's many reasons. The simple, simple reason it's made this way is because when you give to others, you are much happier. People who are think about themselves all the time and don't know how to give are unhappy people. People who reach out and give, happy people give. I always tell people when you're really happy, you get along with people much better. Because when you're happy, you could think about the other person. When a person is depressed, walks around hurt, all we think is about our hurt. You know, we're sort of obsessed. I'm hurt and I'm hurt and I'm hurt. It's very hard to think about another person when you're depressed. When you're happy, you could think about them. You know, we all know when we're in a happy mood, we could be much more loving and much more giving. But it works all the way around. When you're depressed and you want to switch that mood, be giving to people. You know, someone told me many years ago he was going through a terrible time in his life. Terrible, terrible. He decided that uh, when he comes when he passes see the sign, he comes home, he decided every day to go to the hospital, just walk the floors and visit the sick, no matter who it is. And it, what he said, it changed, changed his perspective. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, it, uh, it's when you give to others and you really help others, what happens is, is then you become much more happy with yourself. There's a certain deeper, deeper happiness when a person goes out and God, that's matuna sivyoinim, and 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 giving of the friends and celebrating together. That's the simcha. See, amolek again, amolek's koyach is depression, sort of. When rak rak aloyim, when you're vulnerable, and the simcha is the opposite. When you when you're happy, you if a person is happy, he sins a lot less. If a person is happy, he gets along much better. Happy people have a better show and bias. You know, I always say this, and someone recently showed me an article. I have it downloaded from the internet. Someone brought it to me. And it says that people who are happy, have chances of getting divorced is much, much, much less. I don't read the whole article yet, but it's, it's common sense. Happy people don't become every silly thing, know how to compromise easier. Happy people have this in themselves. 
Simcha helps a person to overcome many, many things. And that's why the Gemara says, when it came to the miracle of Megillus Esther, Klal Yisrael, what did they do, Klal Yisrael? They accepted the, um, the Torah Bahav. There was great love to Hashem. Another amazing thing about the Megillus Esther, you know, what many people don't know, the Mordechai and Esther were married. You know, they were married. Not only were they first cousins, Mamadou Musashi was a niece, but they were also married couple. And the Gemara says clearly that sometimes they got together, Mordechai Esther, somehow. They were husband and wife. It's very interesting. It's, you know, we have many miracles in, 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 through Nach. That this is the miracle of Mordechai Esther was a husband and wife team. A united team. And not Esther was this talented lady who wanted to be, you know, we have, you know, when you're young, you know, we have this romantic feeling. Esther was this talented, incredible lady, and she wanted to be queen. The Chazal say when she became queen, she was, you know what the Medrash says? The first she was devastated when she became queen. What, what did I do wrong? What? So the Gemara says, Bechol Yoy, the, the Megillah says, every day, Mordechai would go to the, the Ladas of Shleim Esther. So Medri says, he encouraged her, Shleim Esther, there must be a reason why you're here. Don't get disappointed. Every day, Mordechai gave a chizik shmuz. You know, and he gave a chizik for his wife. There's a reason why this is happening. You know, you know at the end, it looks, ah, we know what happened. When she was there, she was at Sedeikas, she was devastated at this. Uh, this uh, what did I do that I should, uh, you know, it's for a woman to be with someone you don't want, it's the worst thing. It's not that, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible feeling. You know, it wasn't like a... So what happened was, Adaraba, the, 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 the nest was, had to be with, uh, with Mordechai and Esther. Not with Mordechai, not with Esther, husband and wife. There's a reason for this. The way to keep out the, the street, the way to run a Jewish home, you need a husband and wife. Single men have a hard time keeping Yiddishkeit. I find even single women have a hard time Yiddishkeit. Men for sure. When you're single, you're alone, it's very hard to keep everything. And women alone will tell, I've told me often, it's very hard, you live alone to do everything. You know, right? When you're married, there's a certain... Mordechai the Esther that gets together, which helps enormously to, to, to get Amalek out. Amalek is the, all the koiches atumah that reign in the world. Okay, they pushes that out somehow, the husband and wife team. Any question? The reason for the Gzaira was because Kali's, the Gemara says three reasons. I'll tell you what it says in them. The Gemara says two reasons, and the Medrash says a third reason. The Gemara says the reason was because they ate the meal of Achashvedas. Achashvedas made a big party, and they ate there. Wow, that is so terrible. I'm sure they had a Meshkiyach there. They had, to, you know, Oyu Meshkiyach and a Chsidish Meshkiyach. The fact that they came to celebrate, and it was this, and Ahomachshved uh, made the, uh, the party because he celebrated. He said it's 70 years since the Jews were in exile, and they're not going to get out of exile. So it, it's, they celebrated this, 
was, uh, you know, but he's celebrating. This is a terrible thing. How could you celebrate such a thing? So that's why, you know, celebrating that the Kalis are not coming out of Golis, it's one opinion. Another opinion of Shem he says, because they all bowed down when Nuchanitza had a, a decree and everyone bowed down. The Medrash says, in the Baal Mikabol, bring this on the Medrash, this was still the Chet of Mechiris Yosef, was still in the air. The Yosef was sold, it was a terrible thing, and this had to have a ticket. That's why you see that it was Kali sold, the whole Simcha of Kali so was to help each other. Because to forgive, to help each other, Think of others, because that was a rift in the Achdes and Klal Yisrael. When Yosef, uh, the story of Yosef, but a terrible rift in Klal Yisrael. So this mended it. Malchai is from Yemen, right? Malchai is from Yemen. He was the one. Yes. When Mashiach comes, that's true. The Hester will not be a Hester anymore. Everything will be much more open. No, we don't, that we don't know. That we don't know. But it's interesting. The Gemara says, even Mashiach come, Megillus Esther is going to be read. Never going to forget this. Why is this so important, Megillus Esther? Because the Megillus, the Bashem Tov said like this, if a person, there's a Mishnah says, if you read the Megillah backwards, you're not Yoitzah. So the Bashem Tov translator, what does that mean? If you say the Megillah happened once, it doesn't happen now to me, you're not Yoitzah. You have to tell yourself, every one of us has hidden miracles all the time. If you look around, you see it. It's not just Shidduch, how Panosah, and how things, you didn't know how you're going to get out of the situation. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, things turned around. Every person could find things where it could literally, if you promise you we don't pay attention, we just live and we run, think for a moment how, you know, how many, how things happen to every one of us. When you live this way, you live with Hashem. So you have to remember, you're going to decide many things today. And people are going to decide for you many things today. Doesn't mean you have to be passive. But remember, everything is Bashet. Any other questions? What do you say? Without, well, that's, that's also true. That's, yeah, but everything has a reason. Yes. Yes, Erochniestu. Yeah, but that, Meshu asked the question, and Meshu says that that is our Ishtadlis. The davening is our shtab. Because the fact is, when a person does daven, he thinks about Hashem, brings him to himself, Yerushimai. Other than the time you discussed the Saturday and the day, you could have changed this The time to say Purim is early in the morning. Sunday, get up early in the morning and daven for your children, but daven for you. But the real Purim is on Shabbat. No, 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 no. But you're changing it. No, 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 no. Purim is Sunday. That's not Shabbos, it's Sunday. Because we don't fast, it's Shabbos. But you dollar this on uh, Sunday. So Sunday morning is the time to ask for the... Every day. Every day, 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 every day
in the morning. It says in Hashem to daven v'sikim. He said, get up early and daven. I have known a few people things changed. I know a few people told me. One of my own family, but I've heard from people. And one of the most important things that put him, don't forget to be happy. Don't let the household things and the things that go on keep a huge smile on your face. Okay.